0: Welcome to On Brand with Donnie Deutsch. I am Donnie Deutsch. This is the podcast dedicated to a simple premise that everything today is a brand, every personality, every celebrity, every athlete, every product, every corporation, every every movement, all brands. A brand is set of values. We do two things here. Um, we do uh, a big interview, and we're going to have Ron Dermer, the uh, Israeli Ministry, Minister of Strategic Affairs, obviously uh, super, super higher up, one in the inner two or three people driving what's going on in Israel. Uh, we're going to talk to him. Obviously, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, but let's get to our Brands of the Week. These are the brands that are shaping the zeitgeist. Which brands are up? Which ones are down? Let's get right to it. Uh, as I guess is our weekly ritual, brand down for Donald Trump. And here's why. Uh, he won the South Carolina primary. And, you know, certain news outlets are going, oh, he's he stomped Nikki Haley, you know. He won 60 to 40, basically, 59 to 38. And what that means is to me that 40% of the Republican Party, and basically Trump is running as kind of a de facto incumbent, somewhat of an incumbent, you know, but he's, he's, this is, obviously he's going back for more. And 40% of Republicans are saying no. In fact, 30% said that if he's convicted, they think it will not, he will not be able to be effectively, to be fit to be run. And 25% said they're not going to vote for him under no circumstances. You know, to give you a a, a little uh, contrast, Biden in the uh, South Carolina primary won 96%. Uh, So, you know, that's not a big number. Yes, winning by 20 points, he won, clearly. Um, But there's a lot of warning signals there that I would be concerned if I was running Trump's campaign. Once again, he supposedly has this incredible grip on the party, yet 40% of the party is saying no, thank you. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, brand up for Biden uh, for no other reason for money. Uh, we usually like to get Biden brand up. Why well, we can brand downs well, we call it like as we see it here. But uh, they seem to be raising record numbers that the Democrats, which is counterintuitive, of course, that doesn't seem to be the passion around him. We've discussed a lot on this show, but now he's got 130 million in the bank. Uh, Trump's got 33. Plus, Trump is spending like wildfire on his legal defenses. And look, it's a money game. And I'm not saying it's going to be that disparate as we go forward, but uh, right now Biden's got the cash advantage, and that that's a big deal. Uh, Brenda for Nikki Haley, she's still in the race. Now we've got Michigan coming up on Saturday, and then the following Tuesday is uh, Super Tuesday. And by that point, probably, unless something dramatically changed, she probably, I don't think, will stay in the race after that. It's just, it, it becomes there. The numbers just don't add up to that. But I think she's been a fantastic thorn in Trump's side. I think it's been, I think she's done a great job and I think she's really set herself up for 2028 or if something crazy happens when Trump gets convicted and somehow he can't run or doesn't run, uh, she would be obviously the person to step in in 24 Brand down for prisons, brand up. I guess if, you, if you're running a prison, the U.S. prison population rose. It's rising. We don't like to see that. Two point one percent between two thousand one and two twenty two. Um, it's the first increase in the combined state and federal population almost a decade. Uh, the numbers: one point two three Americans were in a state or federal prison uh, in two thousand twenty two. Uh, Mississippi is up 14%, Montana, 8%. Go figure Montana. You'd think there wouldn't be that much crime there. Um, but 1.23 Americans incarcerated. That's not a good thing. No matter how you look at it. Uh, continue to brand now for meta Instagram. Uh, this is in the wall street journal. Uh, Article: Meta allows parents to exploit their kids by having pedophiles paid to see them in bikinis on Instagram. That's the headline. They have a new paid subscription service that allows parents to exploit their kids by charging pedophiles to gawk at their bikini clad kids on Instagram or girls as young as nine. We're attracted comments from men such as perfect bikini body, those thighs are perfection, and you're so hot, quote, unquote. It's disgusting to even say out loud. This is fucking, fuck, meta, come on. Get your fucking shit together. This is, and the parents? I mean, that's, I don't even know. Can you imagine? No, I can't imagine. You know, like you're putting, you're your, your, your selling subscription services to watch your, show your little kid in a bathing suit. A lot of sick fucks in this world. Brand down for Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, this has been a disaster. My friend Dave Zasloff, uh, it runs it. Uh, It hits an all-time low on ad woes. Uh, TV advertising sales, ad sales fell 7% from the previous year period. That is not a good thing. Revenue, TV networks, division dropped 12%. Revenue from its film and TV studios was down 18%. And, you know, you can't always just put stuff together and go 1 plus 1 plus 1 equals 4. Sometimes 1 plus 1 plus 1 equals 2. Warner Brothers Discovery has just been an adjunct failure. Uh, Look, this will be sold to one of the other big conglomerates, uh, a Comcast or a, uh, yeah, who, who knows, but this thing is not going to exist on its own. It's been talked that they want to maybe spin off HBO or spin off CNN, but this is just a group of parts that don't seem to be producing any synergistic value. Uh, brand out for college degrees. This is interesting or it's kind of disappointing. Half of college grads are working jobs that don't use their degrees. Um, The degrees aren't needed, that underemployment has lasting implications for workers' earnings and career paths. The key finding of a new study tracking the career paths of more than 10 million people who entered the job market over the past decade suggests number of graduates in jobs that don't make use of their skills or credentials is 52% is greater than previous thoughts. So over half people who are working jobs has nothing to do with the skills they learn in college. But let's put a caveat on that. It doesn't mean they would have gotten the job without a college degree. I mean, they're not—they don't have a lot of sociology stores, or you know, you could be a psychology major. It doesn't mean you're a psychologist. It doesn't—it it doesn't mean you're—you or are a psychologist. Doesn't mean you don't have a good job and people didn't see that degree and weren't impressed by the degree. So it's a little bit of a head fake, but we thought we'd pass it along. Um, here's great news every week, and we seem to show another way that women are superior to men. Uh, more women than ever are becoming doctors, but unfortunately, a considerable majority of the country's doctors are still men. As of the 2023-2024 school year, um, they make up 55% of the students' country MD-granting programs. The ranks of females have also been increasing, just over 20% of practicing physicians in the country. So it's the most women doctors ever. There's still not as many as men. Give that another decade. That will change. Here's an interesting one if you're working. Um, brand down for performance reviews. Remember performance reviews, you'd go in once a year or, or twice a year, and your boss would say, Here's how you're doing. Well, many companies don't think that's efficient because a lot of uh, employees are not getting uh, kind of on the on-time feedback or in in in-the-moment feedback. So in the future, many companies appear to be training towards a change in their future approach. Companies are starting to train employees on how to give feedback to their peers and managers. They're pausing meetings to share real-time critiques. Uh, innovative leaders predict candid real-time assessments could become more relevant. See, I, I think there's a happy meeting. I think that's too, I can't see stopping a meeting and saying, good job there. I mean, that's... Uh, I think a good boss, I'd like to think I was a good boss, is always giving feedback. And I don't think it needs to be regimented that this is how we're going to do kind of in-the-moment feedback. You know, I I can't think of a time where after a meeting, if somebody performed great, I didn't say fantastic job. And if somebody came up short, I didn't didn't confront them and tell them exactly what they did wrong and why they did it and why they need to do it better. So uh, that's an interesting one. Uh, Brand out for credit cards. Interest rates are at record highs. The average consumer paid a 22.8% interest rate on a credit card. It's the highest since the federal reserve trap began tracking down in 1984. The average person is paying 23% interest on their credit card. I don't even know if the average person understands that, but that is striking. I, I, you know, we talk about inflation in this country. I don't know how anybody keeps up if they're paying 25 cents of every dollar just to pay off their debt. Uh, I'm going to give this a brand up. A lot of people are giving a brand down to Kellogg because their president said you should eat cereal for dinner amid rising grocery prices. Uh, Gary Pilnick, uh, he was on San Beese's Squawk Box and he kind of urged consumers to stop swapping out, to start swapping out the usual dinner for a bowl of cereal as a solution to rising grocery prices. A lot of people kind of gave it, oh, what is he like? Let them eat cake, you know, these poor people eating cereal. The reality is 25% of cereal consumption is outside of breakfast. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I love cereal for dinner. So I'm giving it a brand up. Anything with cereal. By the way, year-over-year year, cereal prices were up a staggering 14%. So maybe that's another reason to not tell people to eat cereal. But but there you go. Um, this is really interesting. Brand up in New York City. Two million New York residents, basically one in one in four children live in poverty in New York. That's over half of New York City residents either live in poverty or low income, according to a new report. Number of people across five boroughs living in poverty jumped from 1.5 to 2 million between 2021 20, and 2022. A family of four in New York City would stand on the poverty line, an annual income of approximately 44,000. Yeah, that's, that's tough to do. Family of four or 44,000. Obviously, that's the poverty line. And one in four in New York, 2 million people. Wow. You know, you, you, the images we always see of New York this glistening, you know, city on a hill, uh, we, we, we always see its opulence and we see its decadence. And when we see poverty, we often see, you know, in Appalachia or other cities, and, and it's right here in New York also. And that's obviously got to change. Our brand-up for Lionel Messi, he's the first ever soccer player to sit a top popular athlete list in the United States. According to SSRS, a sports research polling company, Messi has now overtaken the role of number one USA it's the first time they've been since they've been compiling in 30 years that it's a soccer guy. I'm shocked at that. Uh, I know we keep hearing how big soccer is, but I know it's internationally. Um, the likes of superstars in the past, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Peyton Manning, Colby Bryant, but he's the number one guy now, Lionel Messi. Messi, people are crazy for him. Brand up for the Cowboys, the Warriors, and the Knicks. They are the three most expensive or valuable franchises in all of sports, Golden, the Cowboys, no surprise, nine point two billion valuation. Golden State Warriors came in second with a valuation of eight point three billion, and the Knicks at seven point four. The Lakers at seven point three, and the Yankees at seven point one. It's interesting that um, the Knicks are worth more than the Yankees. Uh, oh, the top twelve—I'm sorry—the top twelve and eighteen of the twenty most valuable teams are based in the United States, and twelve of the twenty most valuable teams come from football. That is not surprising at all. And look, you know, it's only going to go up. There's, 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 very, there's almost no content that men watch anymore. There's no live content that people watch anymore. So I can't see sport, And that means the rights are going to be going up. And once streaming, streaming has put their toe in, but once they jump really hev- more heavily into it, it's just going to keep going up. So Brandoff is storming the court in basketball. You know when you see those basketball games, uh, they, you know, last week a couple of days ago, Wake Forest upset Duke, and the players stormed the court. and One of the Duke players got hurt. They want to outlaw. Him. I think that's a good idea. You're putting the players in danger, and you have thousands of rabid fans, well-intending fans. These are not fans looking to hurt anybody, but it's still a dangerous situation. I think that that probably will get uh, uh, outlawed. Uh, brand up for Malia Obama, the Obama's daughter, or should I say Malia Sue? She's changing her name. She doesn't want to be in his parents' shadow. Um, she's a budding filmmaker. She's got her first film uh, that's showing at the Sundance Film Festival, or showed in January. Uh, She's a Harvard graduate, um, and she doesn't want to just be seen as an Obama. I give her credit for that. Good for her. Good for you, Malia. You know, one thing about the Obamas, whether you like or don't like their politics— They've raised great kids. There's no no scandals in the family. Uh, you know, you, you got to respect the the quality of life that they've lived as, as human beings beyond uh, whether you agree or disagree with as a politician. Brand up an ongoing brand up for Beyonce makes history, debuts on number one on Billboard's Hot Country list. The first black woman to top Billboard's Hot Country songs, Texas Hold'em, which I love. Her other single, 16 Carriages, hit number nine. What can you say? Beyonce. And you know, what's great is that country and pop and, 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 and R&B, it's all starting to blur uh, and hip hop. And I think that's great because I don't think you can automatically put things in categories anymore. Um, brand up for, this is, I love this one, Smokey the Bear. Now, some of our people over a certain age are going to remember Smokey the Bear very vividly. Uh, he's always, he's in eighty celebrating his 80th birthday, the longest-running public service ad campaign. He, of course, says prevent forest fires, you know, don't use matches, and Smokey the Bear, we always saw him. You don't see as much anymore on TV, but you got to love that. Uh, He was hired by the U.S. government to draw an animal to help them win with advertising to encourage people to be careful with their campfires. Smokey the Bear. You just got to love that. And finally... This one is for Mika if I do this on Morning Joe. Fried chicken pizza. That's right. KFC drops Cheezah nationwide, which combines pizza and fried chicken for an unexpected mashup. Um, it combines the fried chicken and pizza. It'll be arriving in KFC locations just as you're listening to this, February 26th. Cheezah is two white meat chicken fillets lathered in marinara sauce, mozzarella, and pepperoni. Yum, yum. Uh, those are our brands in the week. Uh, Turn to Ron Dermer on Thursday. He is the uh, Minister of Strategic Affairs for Israel. We've got a lot to talk about. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. And thanks for listening. Love that you guys listen.